Welcome to Danny Houlihan's Irish Experience Podcast. Join Danny on a journey through the historical island of Ireland, its people and the wild Atlantic way, which is Ireland's last frontier. Experience the music and the culture that makes up the longest coastal driving route in the world. Now, please welcome your host, Danny Houlihan. Welcome to the Wild Atlantic Way and Danny Houlihan's Irish Experience Show. I hope you're all keeping well and safe. In this episode, I will cover a part of our natural landscape that was used by our people to find wells and its practical use and the myths associated with the hazel or hazel rod. So sit back and enjoy this brief journey and experience another part of our Irish culture. This native tree, the hazel, is one of the famous ones in the Irish language and mythology, called Crown Quill in our Irish language. The hazel tree is well respected in Ireland for its powers and connections with the old Irish traditions and folklore. All our native trees have a significant part in our rich Irish culture. Associated with the hazel tree is wisdom and authority. And in the Old English language, the word hazel means rod of power. Tradition relates a story of the hazel tree when it was in full bloom. When its leaves were shed, the leaves would fall and its nuts into the rivers of ancient Aden. The tradition of artistic people who would then drink from the river with the hope of attaining great wisdom. And it is said that the Irish salmon ate the berries, thus its colour and form and the name, the Salmon of Knowledge. In Irish mythology, the story of the Salmon of Knowledge and the River Boyne is legendary. Related to myth and legend, a person who would eat this fish would have immense knowledge and wisdom better than any man or woman in Ireland. Tradition relates that a hermit poet called Finnegus was living along the River Boyne there he lived in relative peace, composing his poems and communing with the natural surroundings of the beautiful River Boyne. He was one of the wisest men in Ireland, they say. However, one thing that escaped his grasp was the magical salmon of knowledge, which had escaped his nets on the River Boyne for years. No sooner the fish went into the net, it escaped. Tradition has been handed down to us here in Ireland. The young Fionn McCool, who was at that stage of his life learning the art and skills of a warrior, came to stay with the poet along the famous River Boyne and learn more from the isolated hermit. Fionn McCool was fascinated by the continuous daily fishing in the river by the poet, who was relentless in the pursuit of the fish. Being inquisitive, Fionn asked, why was he fishing all the time? The hermit looked at him and said nothing, or let his secret go. One calm morning on the river, Finnegas caught the salmon, which leapt out of the water and put up such a fight that the old hermit had to rest after landing the huge fish. The story goes on to relate that he gave orders to Fionn to light a huge fire, 
but under no circumstances consume any portion of the fish. Fionn lit the fire and was tending to the fish. As the young warrior cooked the salmon, it has been related, that a blister rose on the skin of the fish. Fionn stuck his thumb into the blister which burst and burned his thumb, which he quickly thrust into his mouth to ease the pain. When the salmon was cooked, he brought the fish to the poet, who had awoken from a deep, deep sleep. The poet took one look at the young warrior and realised that the young man in some way had changed. Have you eaten of the fish, he said to Fionn. No, I have not, said Fionn, but related the story of burning his thumb to the old man, who realised that the warrior had tasted the fish and had the powers of knowledge. Fionn left the old poet after his training and became the leader of the Fiona, and became one of the greatest warriors of ancient Aaron, and the wise one. Thus the salmon that ate the berries from the hazel tree was a wise one until caught and eaten. In Ireland, the role of the diviner was a very important and valued one. The art of using hazel rods to locate spring wells was vital to Irish people. When locating a spring to be dug near a house, or indeed a group of old stone-thatched houses in ancient Erin. The role of the diviner was used by people to locate a deceased person who might have fallen into a river or lost. One particular story in the North Kerry area that was related to me many, many years ago was that of a family who were looking for a man that had fallen into a local river and could not be located. A diviner from the Ballylongford area was sent for and he arrived at the banks of the River Cashin. On the day, the diviner sat into the car belonging to the missing man with his divining rod and indicated that there were personal items in the car. The family searched the motor vehicle only to find a pair of Wellington boots and a jacket. The search party set out in earnest along the banks of the winding grassy Irish River to where they thought the body of the man might be located. The diviner produced his L-shaped rod and began his search of the area by walking up and down the riverbank. The diviner finally stopped and said, The body is 20 yards over there, he stated. We need a map of the river to pinpoint the body, just in case it's moved on by the overnight tide. The diviner and the family proceeded to the local Garda station, three miles distant where the sergeant of the time was carrying out his duty. The diviner asked the sergeant, Have you got a map of the area? Which he did, hanging on the wall of the old Garda station. We will have to take it down, he said. No problem, said the Garda, who took it down and brought it over to the table in the station. Don't put it there, said the diviner, to the Garda. Why, said the Garda, as there is a massive spring of water under the station and it will interfere with my divining. It is so big, it could supply the village. This amazed the sergeant on duty. The diviner asked the sergeant for the map, which he refused, stating it was the property of the state, but allowed it to be copied. A copy of the map was made, and he then took it home. On the following day, the family and the diviner proceeded to the riverbank one more time. On their arrival, several boatmen had assembled and had fashioned several bars of iron and hooks to drag the river. The diviner took out his rod once more and walked up and down the riverbank. Then he shouted that the body had moved upriver towards the old bridge. 
local boatmen got into their boats and proceeded to the area, where they circled and circled the area, arriving at a spot. Many sceptical onlookers thought this was amusing and laughed at the scene. Finally, the boatmen dragged the area for about an hour, resulting in the body of the poor man being found and later given a decent burial. This story was from modern times, so the rod was used into a more modern period. I have seen the hazel rod being used myself by my late father, Sean Houlihan, during his work as a plant tire operator. He used a hazel rod many a time in locating spring wells for farmers who are located in the countryside and not connected to the main water system. Thankfully today, the majority of Irish homes are connected to a main water supply. This rod was always on the dashboard of the old JCB, and I often wondered what this branch of a tree was for. Well, I was going to find out, and what an experience it was. I remember the process very well. The rod was fashioned from a hazel tree and had a Y appearance on holding it. I remember my late father holding one stick of the rod in either hand. The central stick was kept in a horizontal position. He would walk up and down in certain directions in a field. Now I have to say as a child, I thought this was hilarious. Until one day when I was out with my father on a job, my father grabbed the rod from the dashboard. Now I thought, what's this? He grabbed it quickly and jumped off the digger. With the rod in his hand, he walked slowly and crossed the field several times. I remember him shouting, Spring well here. When I arrived at the spot where he was, I could see that the stick in his hands had moved in a direction, indicating, according to my father, the location of a spring. Really, I said, can you do it again? This time I watched carefully, folks. He started to walk away from the spot and then walk back with the rod held in a horizontal position. Then he said, watch the rod. As he came closer to the spot where I was, the rod moved in his hand. Now would you believe me, said my father. No, I said again. Well, he said, watch this. He started up the JCB3C and brought it to the area where I was standing. Dropping the stabilizers, the large bucket and arm extended as my late father started to excavate a large hole. I'll always remember having to jump into the machine to avoid a shower of rain coming in from the Shannon Estuary. The old digger laboured away with the sound of the old Leyland engine behind us. At this stage, my father had dug a large hole and the machine was inside the large pit. As he was digging quickly, my father shouted, Move out of my way! As I did, I went back to the rear of the machine. As he swung around in his seat to the steering wheel to raise the loading shovel, I looked into the hole dug. The bucket of the digger was covered with water, which was rising rapidly. We had hit a spring. The machine was duly removed, with a bit of manoeuvring, back onto the surface, thanks be to God. It was slightly claustrophobic down there. As we looked into the large white hole, filling with water, I remember asking my father, How do you know it's a spring? Watch for the bubbles, he said. Sure enough, when the water had settled, you could see the air bubbles, now and again, rise to the surface. From what I remember, 
my father advised the owner to line the newly dug well with fresh straw and then stone line it. The funny part of this account was that many months later, my father met the owner of the new well, only to hear the story that when they were putting in the straw to the newly dug well, they did not use good straw but old rotten hay. The taste from the water was horrible for months in the house. So the hazel rod worked. However, it did not get rid of the bad taste. Amazing to see. Sadly today, water drilling by experts takes away from all these ancient practices. I hope you've enjoyed our visit to the countryside and the famous hazel rod and the old traditions. I'll be back again soon, so check out my podcasts and YouTube channel for new content. So for now, Sloan, bye. Thanks for listening to our show. Through its people, its heritage and its rugged coastline, this is truly Danny Houlihan's Irish experience. Bye for now.